What's up, Roller Agenda listeners? Hey, I'm about to do a little um, segment. I want to um, do part two of management. Um, that one didn't come out the way I expected it to. I expected it to, but it was still some pretty decent information on there. So we talk about management is controlling, pretty much controlling what goes on in your loft and or kickboxes. As far as con- controlling what goes on in your loft, management. How you manage your birds is you deciding what goes in, what goes out. By careful consideration of all the characteristics and traits. So we're gonna go you go physical characteristics and then we're gonna go performance traits and overall character of your birds. Now management is more to just keeping the birds house clean it's more to it than that if you talk about Birmingham Rollers management is making sure everything aligns or working toward having everything aligned what that means is if you want to set type you you can set your type in your loft right but you want to set your type based on performance of the birds in your loft not the performance of type in my loft or the performance of my loft or the next man's loft in your loft if you pay attention to your birds, your birds, when you start developing a family, you'll start seeing certain characteristics and or traits. Phenotypical characteristics is like type that coincide with the best performers. You'll start seeing that. It'll, start be, it'll become apparent. So pay attention to that. You control that. You can manage that. Now, once you get your, your type set, you don't. If, if, if your birds are working. You doing. They doing well. I mean, yo, your percentages are high when it comes to quality and uh, all performance traits. Now, let's say if you want to bring a bird in. Let's say if your birds like you want to bring in kit sensitivity. Let's just say that. What you want to do is if. If it calls for your bird's type to change for them to be able to, for that kid's sensitivity, you still gotta manage how much it changes and manage the birds that, that that's consistent with that. Because there is a type for there is a, a type for almost every established loft. Um, they, all their birds start looking similar based on performance. I mean, you never go into a loft where people well established loft. You see big long birds and short cowboy birds, all these different birds that look all over the place. You don't see that once they, their family is established. They will come conform to a, a certain type, right? So when you're bringing this bird in, and that's all you really want from them is that kid sensitivity. Try to, I will try to bring in birds that are similar in type. It's not gonna happen all the time. They ain't gonna be exactly the same, but you want them similar so nothing changes too much. You know what I'm saying? Because when you change, when there's a drastic change in type, there's drastic results. Meaning that some birds would can come out like this or like that or somewhere in between. But just because it's in between don't mean it's equally balanced. You know what I'm saying? Don't mean it's equal. I mean your birds might be real wide in the chest uh, with a wedge shape to the back of the tail uh, low to the ground I mean low 
with a low body stature, you know what I'm saying? Um, nice expression, nice heads. And these birds you bring in might be a little snipey, thinner, longer. The problem is you, you don't you don't get it mixed sometimes. Sometimes it's like a long, a bird with a long neck and a slender neck and a wide body, which is different. It's going to be a different wing beat. Or you got some birds with a, um, a taller stance and a wide and, 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 a, and a narrow body with a big, with a big neck and a big head. I mean, that happens. Those birds are off. That's off balance. That's not balanced. And, and balance is very important. When it comes to Birmingham Rose, for the symmetry of their performance, I mean, for, for it to be smooth and ever, they off balance, it, it's not going to look the same. I don't care what nobody say. Off balance birds got to work harder to maintain a certain illusion of performance, of, of, of um, yeah, performance. They got to work harder for it. When birds got to work harder, they, they're more reluctant to do it. Now, a bird that works hard just because that's what it, that's how it's bred to work hard is different from a bird that has to work hard. It's not the same. So you gotta keep all that. You gotta keep that in mind when you're bringing in a cross. You don't wanna bring the bird that's gonna change the birds too much because you might get everything in between, and if it's not balanced. If it's not balanced, it's different. It, it can be different, different shapes and sizes. Can have different wing beats, different, um, const, different, different ways they constitute the row or exit the row. So you gotta be careful when it comes to bringing in crosses. Um, and there's a a statement. I heard a statement made saying that your birds have to be related to work together. They don't have to be related to work together. I mean, they, they don't, you can have two separate families that fly together. They can work just like they're the same family. It all depends on how the families were developed. They can be developed, developed the same way for two different species, but for the same results and for the same type. It can be, it can happen. So they don't really have to be related, but it makes it a little, a lot easier. It depends on how they're made, but it make, can make it a lot easier. I'm saying so. Be careful what you bring in, and be careful when people try to tell you these are the best birds you can have. What might be best for, for somebody in in Denver might not be good for somebody in California, and vice versa. There's different things they got to deal with, different circumstances, different weather, different barometer reading, different pressure. I mean, different, all kinds of stuff that's different. So birds gonna respond different. But you got to manage all that. It's up to you to manage manage what goes on in your loft. You have to control it. Like there's a standard you set in your loft, right? Sometimes when you set a standard and your birds are really, really cooking and really doing good, if some birds don't meet the certain standard, they can't be breeders. That's just it. They cannot be breeders. You know, why, why develop a, a standard, a, a strain of birds and have them right where you want them? And put birds in there that don't meet your standard, whether it's phenotype or performance. You know what I'm saying? So you control all that. You control how much how much you expect birds to roll in, tw- in, in per minute or per five minutes or 
and the second half of, ten, of 20 minutes. You control all that. You're going to have some birds that's going to be a, the best workers for the first 10, 12 minutes. And some birds going to be the best workers for the second 12 minutes. You, you decide which ones goes in the loft, which ones you want to use. That's your management. You decide that. Take a quick break here. So you have to decide you know, what goes on in your loft. You got to decide that. That's your decision, your decision, your decision. So, like the selection program, I say select. You got to select what you're going to start with. You're going to breed them birds. You're going to select birds based on what, what you're trying to um, achieve, right? So, whatever's not taking you toward your goal, you shouldn't be breeding off of it. It shouldn't be in love at all. That's, that's the best way I can tell you. It shouldn't be in there. You know it. I know it. And, um, if your love is just based on just you just want some nice fast diddy spinners, if that's what you want, that's, that's what you breed for, and that's what you select. Just that simple. Um, if, you know you want them some fast, fast and deep frequency, and kit well, that's what you select. You will select no bird to have a kitten problem. Period. I was I, I would suggest that you not select birds that have kitten problems. Period. I don't care how fast it is. I will suggest that um, you got you got different you got different people you got people that that, that preach speed people that preach velocity you know what I'm saying but that's good but all, still all the all the birds won't be won't have that same speed and velocity that's where your your selection come in play right there your management you manage all that that's up to you man that's I can't it, 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 it that much you know, re- reiterate that a much uh, more than I have over and over you control that you have to manage that sometimes management is some birds gonna need special attention I mean people say I won't do that but you got, you got million dollar corporations that do that but we, we tomorrow rollers and both dudes won't do it so the same some birds need special tips. Some birds need an extra five or six peas at least twice a week. Some birds need to be held held out the loft or kit box when we first start feeding the kids because they eat, they, eat, they eat the bigger seeds first. Some birds need that. Some birds need to be pulled to the side and make sure they got enough equal feeds to everybody else. Some birds need that. That's just part of management. I'm saying. Some cocks need to be where they can get sun all day, every day. Some need that. Some don't. And all, not all birds are going to need that. But some do. You know what I'm saying? So, it's up to you to manage that. You got to make that happen for them. You know what I'm saying? All that. You got to do all that. All that's part of your management. You managing your birds. You managing your loft. You managing your kids. Some kids need to be held in two days. You know, the first day and then they'd be fed up, fed up one and a half, I mean, a quarter more than what they normally get. Some kids need that. Some, some kids need one day rest and fly them three days and one day rest, fly them three. Some kids need that. That's management. You know what I'm saying? So, some birds need to be fed up for, for two or three days and then held in two days just to be, just to make the time. I mean, 
Oh, that's part of the management. You got to figure that part out. Like, I know my birds right now. I know they're tired. I mean, I know they're kind of kind of a little burnt out. So I, I rest them one day. I flew them fly, yesterday. I'm gonna rest them today and tomorrow. Because there's no reason for them to fly this hard, this hard right now. So they'll be in for a couple of days. I mean, I know that. I see it in them. You know what I'm saying? So that's all part of management. You have to manage everything. You got to manage. If it's by feed, it could be time. Um, some birds might need, might need a multivitamin. My, my breeders need orchard shield all the time. They breed better. You know what I'm saying? Um, I might need to leave my door open in my loft so I can get extra, extra breeze or extra light coming in there. All that's management. You got simply just coming in, pour a feed, make sure, sure water in there, and they're gone. They ain't looked at not one bird. They ain't checked out not one bird. I'm going to check all, all my birds out. I try to, I look in there just watch and see if anything's happening in there. Stock loft kit birds, all of them. Watch kit birds. I see some kit birds. Um, I just saw like a few kit birds puffed up the other day. Like, so I lick them. A lot of birds puffed up. So I felt them. They lighter than the other ones. So, when I fed them, next time I fed them, I watched them. And they're going around pecking for all the Milo. So what I did was, I don't have the luxury of just putting in, I can put them with a younger kit, but I don't need, I don't got a whole lot of kit boxes all over the place. I got four. And one of them is the main kit, and I got the younger kits. And they pretty much full. So I'm going I'm to breed two more rounds anyway, because I know if it's a, something, something might happen or could happen. If not, I, I'll make I'll figure it out when I get to that problem of having too many kid birds. I'll figure it out then. But the um go back to the young birds, what I what I do is I will take them suckers, put them suckers to the side, and make sure they get their feel. And that's what I've been doing. And that's what's been working. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I've been doing. And, and it works for them now. And after a few days, it's just as strong as everybody else. How long would I do it? I don't know. I, don't, I, I normally put all them kind of birds together. So my kids are like 30, 27. The baby was 30. One is 32. One is 29. One is 27. Right? So eventually all them birds will be together. Eventually they will all be together. And if I have to, I will feed them extra. Feed them more. That's management. Will they be in my main kit one day? Hopefully, I won't. I won't need them, or hopefully, they they come come around and, and eat like everybody else. But that's part of management. That's management. That's management. Me managing what's going on back there. You know what I'm saying? So, my part of my management is no. It's not. Um, Bringing in the birds I bring in to make to cross all my birds is to make a sub family with them birds. And then if that sub family works, it's already half my family and half something else. So I will incorporate them like that. But that's that's a long time from now. That's that's not happening no time soon. They're their own family. All the birds I cross, the side of my family I cross with them birds back there, that's the only side of the family that would go with them birds. That's just a very variation of those birds will go with those. With those birds back there. That's it. And I will fly them, I cultivate them, cultivate them. The whole purpose of them birds to be 
better than without better than my birds eventually or just as good just as good or better that's the whole purpose see if i can make them better to fit me they gotta be to fit me and what i do they gotta be to fit here so that's why i cross them um i'm gonna, I'm gonna make some straight too i'll make some make some straight i'm gonna have to but to, i gotta see what to what degree they how, how they are when they cross them rolling is not gonna be a problem. I know they're gonna roll. That's not that's not a doubt. It's just to what degree are rolling are we talking about here? Are they gonna be safe? I put it to the deeper side of my birds. With, with the ones that got depth and speed. They may lack kit sensitivity, but they have frequency. I don't know if some of you guys will understand that they have frequency, but they lack kit sensitive sensitivity. Um so that's what's going into them birds. And I'm gonna try to I'm gonna breed them accordingly so I get to try to get the best or close to the best of both worlds. It's gonna take time. I don't expect it to happen right away. I got I got a three to five year plan with that. And that's and that's I'm gonna work with just those. Um, see, but I gotta manage that situation. I gotta know what I expect, what to expect, and uh, what I want out of them. You know, what's the best side of them? What's the best phenotype? Which one of the better birds? You know, because all the birds they on are some of the, some of the really good producers. That I don't have to have in the loft. I set myself up so I don't have to have one particular bird, and that's how I've been breeding. I saw I've always, I've always bred like that. So if that one bird died or something happened to that bird, <coughs> excuse me, I'll be I'll be all right. And that's how I've, I've always bred. I managed it that way. So now I'm getting back into the serious managing part and the serious breeding part and the serious really training part. Managing, not training my kid. Once my kid is already trained in shape, now I just gotta manage them. So think about your management skills back there when you're in your back yard. Think about what you're trying to control. Make make sure or keep in, keep intact. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta micromanage. When I, you take birds, come to the side and do special things, that's micromanaging. Sometimes you gotta do that. Don't let your ego tell you, I ain't doing that. If they're supposed to do it, be do it right all the time. But you don't do stuff right all the time and you know better. Pigeons just instinct and habit. And you know better. You know you ain't supposed to do stuff and you still do it. You know what I'm saying? So. You can't blame the pigeons all the time when something don't go right because they instinct and habit. And habit is what you allow them to do over and over. Sometimes it's bad habits. Sometimes you can move one bird and the whole kit change. Sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it just becomes became a habit. Now it's impossible for them to change without changing their location. And sometimes changing the location can be just a simple thing like. Um, putting them in another kit box sometimes but anyway I want to drag this out I was sitting in the car doing this while I'm driving up here to the loft um, so I'm I'm going to call this one quits you know what I'm saying so what are we going to do select breed fly select again and repeat keep learning roll it down out peace